Well, hello and welcome to another episode of the Marketing Funnel Show. So excited that you're here today. Look, I appreciate you. I appreciate you showing up week after week. I appreciate the questions that you have. I just appreciate your attention and your interest in marketing funnels and in growing your business. And I have to ask you, have you had a chance yet to jump onto whatever podcasting app you're listening on and leave a quick rating and review? If not, would you please do that today? Just, you know, two, three minutes, it'll make a huge difference in more people being able to find out about this podcast so that I can help even more people create profit engines that really run their business. All right, and... Have you had a chance to email me with an aha, with an insight, or with a question? Because today's episode is brought to you by a listener named Morgan Getchy. And Morgan's business is called Riley Media Company. So Morgan reached out to me and I asked her if I could use her question so I didn't just like rip out her email and go running off to record this. But Morgan said, I heard your podcast with Amy Porterfield and love your concept of using mini offers. And that's M-I-N-I, not lots, but little tiny offers to test the waters with your email list. Did you just craft the mini offers and send them to your email list to see which ones they picked up? And also, how long did you wait in between each of the mini offers? I really appreciate your help as I'm pivoting my course since I had a failed course launch just a few months ago. And I have to say, Morgan, thank you, first of all, for the question, and second of all, for reaching out, and third, for being brave enough to let me read the whole question, because a lot of people, you know, have these issues. And I'm glad that the idea of a mini offer is interesting and exciting to you. And I gotta say, welcome to the Failed Launch Club. You are in good company. I absolutely know that it's painful and it feels yucky when you're in the midst of it, but this is when the magic begins in your business. This is when you roll up your sleeves and you're like, okay, right, I listened to all this advice and now I need to figure out what works for me and my business. And I love this part because this is when the true growth happens and when really cool stuff happens. So as I detailed in my interview with Amy, my mini offer idea really came from a few pains that I was having in my business. So I wanted to switch from just doing one-on-one work uh, because for the most part I was getting sold out. And so I could only help you know, maybe like 10 to 15 people a year because I would be working with them month after month and I would just get full, right? And I really wanted to figure out how I could pivot to being able to offer what is now Build Your Funnel Bootcamp. I wasn't super clear on what it was back then. But I felt like I ran into a brick wall every time I turned around because I was like, okay, I know how to work with people one-on-one and I know how to get people results one-on-one but I can't do all this customizing that I do one-on-one in a course. And also all of my, um, well, not all, many of my one-on-one clients didn't want people to know that they were working with me, um, not because they were embarrassed of me, but because many of them do marketing stuff and they just wanted to collaborate and work together to build a marketing funnel, but they didn't necessarily want their audience to know that they had worked with me. 
And then um, finally, all of my testimonials were for my one-on-one work. I didn't have any testimonials for our course. And so I just felt like I, you know, I had three big hurdles that I was running into as I was trying to make this pivot in my business. So the first one was that I didn't have time because I did have a lot of one-on-one clients that I was working with. And honestly, it, it often felt like I didn't have enough hours in the day to tackle the work that I needed to do with my clients who were paying me, the work I needed to do to, you know, keep my business <laughs> like known out there and the work that I needed to do to create a course. And looking back, you know, this was really a really big excuse that I had, but it felt super real at the time. And I just had to make room and make time for my projects, period. Really, I think when I, I think what a lot came from this no time um, excuse that I had was that I had already had a failed course that I had tried to launch that was, you know, way back at the beginning of my business, I think in 2013. And, um, and I think that for me, I was just like, I don't want to spend all this time creating a course that's not going to work again. Like I was giving up before I even started. Right. Um, and so it was easy for me to just say, oh, I'm just so busy. I don't have time instead of saying, you know what, I've got some fear that I need to deal with here. And I know that when I did my course last time, I didn't actually do the research and set the stage. Like there's a lot that I didn't do. And that's why the course failed. But it was just easier to say I didn't have time. So I don't know if you ever come up with that excuse yourself. Um, But I would encourage you if you are saying, oh, I just don't have time. You know, sometimes that feels really true. And... I would ask you what else is going on underneath there? Because if you knew, for example, that your course would do $100,000 of business or $50,000 of business or even $10,000 of business, and so you just create it and you launch it or you just put it out there and it makes this money, you probably would find the time. So for me, I just didn't have faith that it was gonna pay off. And so I would say, oh, I'm just so busy. I I don't have time. And you know what, friends? I hear this a lot with marketing funnels too. Oh, I just don't have time to do that. And I'm like, what don't you have time to do? Once this is in place, it's going to become a profit engine. Like, I don't understand how you don't have time for this. But you know what? I have been guilty of using that excuse myself. So I can't really call people out too hard on it without, you know, raising my hand and admitting I've tried to use that one too. I don't use it anymore because I know that how I use my time is... Um, is a choice that I make, right? And that there's plenty of time. I have the same amount of time that anybody else does. It's just how I choose to allocate it. All right, the second um, challenge that I was running into is that I didn't have any relevant testimonials. And you know what? This one was true. And the mini offers for testimonials is really why I rolled it out is because I felt like I need to have at least a couple testimonials. (laughs) Otherwise, I'm going to be like, buy my course. Nobody else has ever done it, but buy it anyway. (laughs) And that just felt weird to me. And so I was like, I need to test out pieces of what I want to put in this course. I need to see you know, what people have to say about it. Like, I I just, I want to do some little work before I do the big work of putting a course together. And so this is really, this is really where I got this idea to do these mini offers because 
um, I needed I needed people who had tested out at least pieces of what I had to offer and say, yeah, this is super valuable. And then the third um, challenge that I was running into is no engagement. So I hadn't done a good job of engaging my email list. This was back in like 2016, I believe. Yeah, because I, I won. Uh, so for Amy Porterfield's episode number 100, she had this this um, competition or this challenge that if you put together a three minute or less video about why you should do a one day mastermind with her, that she would choose a winner. Well, I didn't win, but I was one of the runners up. And so she didn't pay for me to go to her house, but she said, Hey, you can come here and we can have a one day mastermind, but you have to pay for yourself. And I was like, uh, okay, I can do that. And, um, so I did that and I went and I met with, uh, I met with Amy and some other really phenomenal people and Rick Mulready was there as well. And one of the things that I really got called on the carpet about, and I know I've talked about this before is that I was not consistently out there with content, with ideas, engaging my audience, all that stuff. And it was true because up to that point I had pretty much all the one-on-one clients that I needed or wanted. And I was getting lots of people referred to me and I just didn't really like feel the urge to market. But I knew that if I wanted to make the switch to go into more of online course, I needed to start engaging people. And you know, I'm just going to be really honest. It's easier for me to be behind the scenes and working really closely with people one-on-one than to be you know, out on social media, engaging in tons of stuff. Not that I can't do it. It's just not my natural way. I much prefer to roll up my sleeves and collaborate and really help somebody else achieve their goals than to be out there like, (laughs) I don't know, doing Facebook lives and stuff. And so, you know, I was just like, okay, if I want to do this, I need to get over myself. And that's actually why this podcast came to me is because I was like, I can actually talk. Like that's, that's something that comes easy to me. I can do that. I don't love blogging. Um, I don't always love video, but talking on a podcast, I can do that. So I was like, all right, what are my biggest hurdles that are holding me back? And it was the no time, no testimonial or no relevant testimonials and no engagement. And I said, okay, I just have to figure out how to make this work. So number one, I just scheduled time in my calendar and I was like, okay, the first two hours of every single day, uh, Amy Porterfield calls it tiger time. I just blocked it off and nobody, nobody could schedule over top of it. I would not take clients at that time. I would not do sales calls at that time. I wouldn't do anything except work on uh, putting my course together or the stuff to get these mini offers out because I knew that if I kept putting everybody else's stuff before mine, I would never get a course done. Number two is I was like, okay, right. If I don't have testimonials, I got to get away to test pieces of this course before I do all the work of getting it out there. And so I started rolling out some mini offers. And the first thing that I did is I went to some Facebook groups. Now I had an email list at that time of, I don't know, maybe like 3000 people and, uh, or 2000, I don't know how many people were on it at that time, a a few thousand. And, um, I, and I was like, well, you know, I could go just do a survey, but surveys kind of feel blah. Like I have to know what I want to ask and I get 
answers back that are confusing. So I was like, you know what, I'm going to start with Facebook groups. So I went out to Facebook groups and I just, you know, would type into the search bar, hey, what are people asking about marketing? What are people asking about marketing funnels? What are people saying about sales? What are people saying about clients? Like I just had a few different categories that I was looking for posts on. And I would um, copy down, you know, just like copy the the question or the or the post, and then I would copy some of the answers. And I started putting together, I, by the time I was done, uh, and I spent maybe like four or five hours doing this over a couple days, I had like 40 pages, and I'm not even joking, it might have been more, of copy paste stuff. And so most of it was from Facebook groups. Some of it from, was from Udemy, uh, from different courses there that were there that people had questions about. And some of it was from Amazon, but the bulk of it was from Facebook groups. And I started going through and highlighting different themes that I was seeing. And I was like, okay, these are the themes that I really want to help solve. And yeah, there's lots of other stuff that people were asking about, but that wasn't in my wheelhouse. It's not what I wanted to do. I needed to find the themes that I had. And then I was like, okay, I need to create a word bank, this bank of words that come directly from the kinds of people that I want for my business, for my course, for marketing funnels. I need to know how do they describe their pain? I need to know how do they describe, you know, who they are. And this is when I started creating my funnel persuasion playbook, to be honest, because it was starting to get really overwhelming to keep all of this information in my head. I was like, I need a process to be able to go through this and to really have those deep audience understandings. Like I could give a rip what podcast people listen to. I don't care what TV shows they're watching. I don't care what kinds of cars they're driving or if they live in the burbs or a city or a rural or whatever. I don't care about that. What I care about is What's the problem that wakes them up in the middle of the night? What's the problem that they get up in the morning thinking about? What's the problem that they deal with all day long and they wish they had an answer to? That's what I was trying to get at. And then I was trying to get at what does that problem cost them? How does it make them feel? Like really just understanding my audience. And I was like, okay, there's, and I put together a list of maybe like 10 mini offers that I could do. I did not do all 10 because I didn't need to. Um, but I was just like, okay, which ones of these would be the easiest for me to just roll out, uh, with just a couple emails, uh, or maybe a post in a Facebook group and just go to town. And so I came up with three that I did right away. So the first one was a marketing system health checkup. And just to back up a mini offer for me had to be something that I could either put together or do in two hours or less and it had to be $200 or less. And um, the whole point of this is that I wanted to see what people would actually put their money down on. Now, friend, I worked in corporate America for 16 years. The last uh, number of years that I was in corporate America, I was at Microsoft and I had massive marketing budgets that I was in charge of, massive. Like they would make your eyes pop out of your head big. And I would spend a lot of money, like, a crazy, I think about it now and I'm just like, ah, that's a lot of money on these super big brained PhDs who would do research. And I will tell you, I, I can't share, you know, trade secrets, but I will tell you that even <laughs> people who have a PhD in research 
and who run research projects day in and day out, they still get things wrong. And I always, I came to this conclusion, you know, before I, way before I left corporate America that I want people to plunk money down and I want to know what those people think. I want to know why people didn't plunk money down. Um, but when I'm basing decision-making on, on actual um, projects, programs, products, I want to know from people who've actually paid money. Because I have sat in tons and tons of focus groups. And a focus group is where you bring a group of, you know, ideal audience people into a room and you sit behind a glass that they can't see you, like a interrogation glass, right? Like, so I can see them and I can hear them, but they can't see me. And there's a facilitator in there who goes through and asks questions. And what I would find in these is that, you know, people in the room would give really great feedback. They would, um, you know, give really great insights and all this kind of stuff. But when push came to shove, if you ask them to actually put money down on something, a lot of times they're like, nah. And I was like, why are we taking, why are we taking insight and research from people who don't actually want to buy from us? And so in my business, I wanted to get insight from people who actually were willing to put money down and it didn't have to be a lot of money. Um, so the first, the first mini offer that I had is called the marketing system health checkup. And I got to tell you, I will link to it in today's show notes. I actually have a blog post that lays this out and you can see screenshots of these. So if you're taking notes, I, I it's linked to it. It's, uh, Michelle forward slash use dash mini dash offers dash validate dash online dash course ugly URL, right? So we'll link to it in today's show notes, which you can get at Michelle L. Evans. Uh, actually, I'm sorry. Now I got all distracted by my Michelle L. Evans. You can get at themarketingfunnelshow.com forward slash 67. So the first one was, the mini offer number one was the marketing system health checkup. So basically there was like a Google form that people filled out that told me what they were tr- what they were trying to do with their marketing system, which was what I called a marketing funnel then. And um, they could upload images or any information they wanted. And I did the first 10 people for this one free because I just wanted to see like, is anybody even interested in this? And after that, I had so much interest that I did the first 10 people free. And after that, it was $197. And after a few weeks, I just had to cut it off because I had so many people that were um, buying it and filling out the form that I was like, oh my gosh, I'm just going to be doing these videos nonstop. And what this told me, and, and I just sent it out, an email out to my list. And again, it was just to a portion of my list. It was less than 2,000 people that I was sending it to um, because I didn't want to, like, <laughs> I didn't want to go to my whole list and, and hack everyone off. But people loved it. And I think I posted it in one Facebook group. Uh, oh, no, two posts in a Facebook group. And it was a super simple sales page that just said, hey, here's what you get you know, click this button, go to PayPal, pay me. And then they got a, uh, an email that told them how to go fill out the Google form and upload the information to the drive for me. And it generated so much interest and such great testimonials and feedback that people just loved their videos. They loved the insight they got from this. And for me, you know, each one of these took maybe, you know, 30 to 45 minutes to do. 
because, you know, this is what I do day in and day out. I'm really good at looking at this stuff. I'm really good at finding what doesn't fit and helping people figure out like how to make it work better. And just from that mini offer, I had tons of people say, okay, how can I hire you? And I was like, I'm booked out. I, I don't actually have any openings, but I'm going to be launching a course. I'm going to be launching a course. And so if you want to be on the list, I can put you on the early bird list. And they're like, yes, please. And that was amazing. That told me that not only did people love these videos, which became a bonus in Build Your Funnel Bootcamp, but they wanted more. They wanted to go further with me. All right, the second mini offer was a podcast pitch template plus a $47 mini offer. And so basically, you know, people could get this podcast pitch template and then after they opted in for that for free, on the back side of it, I had this offer. It was just a little baby offer for $47, which was the ultimate podcast pitch list. And again, um, you know, it was just to see what are people interested in? People were interested in that and they actually still buy it to this day. Um, but it's not something that I really wanted to be known for to push. So it was good to see that people were interested in it and I could put it, you know, into build your funnel bootcamp, but it wasn't like, it wasn't as hot as my first mini offer was. People weren't like frothing at the mouth to hire me after getting that. And then mini offer number three was just a free, um, blog post. It was a pillar post to test the topic that I wanted to talk about. And the post is called seven ways you're thinking about marketing funnels all wrong. And I wanted to run some Facebook ads to that and just to see, will people opt in for it? And so I would opt in to get, to figure out which marketing funnel was right for them. Cause I was testing out my quiz. And so I started running, um, Facebook ads to that blog post. And then the pop-up would say, discover which marketing funnel is perfect to grow your business. And then I could see, are people interested in that? And so that just really helped me hone in on what are people interested in? What are they taking um, action on? And how do I get in front of a lot of people that could potentially want my course? And from those, I had a couple other just small little offers I don't even remember exactly what the, what the details were. Um, but the important thing was, is that every single person that either bought or got free mini offer number one, which was the, uh, video overview. So the marketing system health checkup, they would get, uh, a bonus half hour call with me where they could ask questions about their marketing and about the video that I did for them. But in return, I would get a half hour with them to ask all the questions I wanted to ask to dive deep into why was this offer interesting to you? What were the ahas that you had as this? You know, what um, questions did you have as a result of this? What, you know, like just, I just wanted to understand what was going on in their minds so that I could understand why people would want to buy a course from me on marketing funnels. And that was the most valuable thing that I could ever do. And so, you know, mini offer number one came out, you know, I think at the first of a month, I think it was maybe like, I don't know, July or August. And a week or two later, I launched the podcast pitch template because I already had it ready to go. And so I just wanted to see. But in the meantime, I got so inundated and I had like three or four more offers 
that I sent out, but I was so inundated and people were so enamored with this mini offer, um, number one, the marketing system health checkup, that I just didn't really put a lot of time or effort behind the rest of them. I think I did one a month for like two more months, maybe three more months, but they didn't take off as well. So that was really good insight for me that this video overview where I could really dive, roll up my sleeves and dive into somebody's specific marketing and give them specific personalized feedback. That was critical. And that's part of Build Your Funnel Bootcamp and my course to this day. And so for you, it's really, um, it's really about saying, okay, what is it that I need? Do I need to test if people are interested in this topic? Do I need to see if people will opt in for my freebie? Do I need to get testimonials like I got from the people who got the video review? Do I need to see if people will actually even pay anything, even if it's just like seven to $47? Like what is it that you need to really validate that you have something that people want? So, so there you go. It's a lot of information about mini offers. And I have to tell you, it is one of the best things that I ever did for my for my business because I didn't have to guess anymore. I had real people who spent real money and real time with me, giving me great feedback. And, you know, it just, it gave me the confidence and the insight that I needed to create something that's so much better than anything I could have created without um, talking to people. Like if I had just tried to do it on my own behind the scenes and be like, ta-da, here it is. So anyway, that, that is, you know, what a mini offer looks like. And I would love to know what other questions you have. You can hit me up on social media or just email me, michelle at michellelevans.com. I love to hear questions like what Morgan sent in today. And I just have to say thank you, Morgan, for that. Because it, because together you and I can create a podcast that's valuable, that's helpful, and that gets you on the road to the marketing insights that you want to grow your own business. And as you were thinking about, as you were listening to this today, did you think of someone who is maybe, you know, they've they've had some sort of launch, like an offer or a course, or, you know, they just aren't getting the traction that they want to with um, their business, and they're not sure what to do. If so, would you do both of us a big favor and share this episode with them? Talk to them about mini offers and putting these little baby offers out there to just see what people are interested in. It's so easy to do from whatever podcatcher you're listening on, if it's iTunes or Apple Podcasts or Google Play or whatever, or share the URL for today's show, which is themarketingfunnelshow.com forward slash 67, and your friend can listen right there on their computer or phone or whatever. Also, are you wanting a profit engine to help grow your business even, you know, when when stuff happens around you? So if people aren't, you know, taking you up on your offers, if life happens or whatever, I'd love to invite you to find out which marketing funnel is right for your business. Just go to michellelevans.com forward slash quiz to take the quick quiz which was my mini offer number three, and I'll show you exactly how to get started. All right, I hope you have an amazing week. I hope this was really valuable for you, and I can't wait to hear from you of what little mini offers you're putting out there to test the market and to get that insight and to get that traction that you need to really grow your business.
So I'll see you back here next week, same time, same place, on another great episode of The Marketing Funnel Show. See you then.